For David Bowie's 22nd studio album, Heathen, he was reunited with producer Tony Visconti for the first time since 1980's Scary Monsters. Released in June 2002, it became Bowie's most acclaimed album in years. Enthusiastically received by critics and fans, it was considered to be a comeback in the US and reached number five in the UK charts. It was toured in 2002 and Bowie himself said, I would definitely put Heathen up there with some of the better work that I've done. Several of the songs started life on Toy, an album Bowie made around 2001, which was never officially released but eventually leaked on the web in 2011. Whilst Toy had a retro spirit, Heathen was as much about the present as the past. Described by Bowie as a collection of serious songs to be sung, the album came at a time when he'd recently lost his mother, who passed away in 2001. He was also grappling with the state of the world, and perhaps as the title suggests, his own spirituality. Guitarist Reeve Grabrells, who Bowie had performed with for the past 10 years, may have jumped ship after the Hours album, but he then sees the return of a number of other familiar collaborators. Bowie regular Carlos Saloma returned on guitar for the first time since 1995's Outside, and Sterling Campbell returned on drums. Bowie played keyboards, guitar, saxophone and stylophone, with producer Visconti on bass, string arrangements, guitar and backing vocals. Several guest musicians feature too. Work started on the album well before the 9-11 attack in 2001 on New York's Twin Towers. But with recording ongoing and Heathen released exactly nine months later, it did cast its shadow on the concept. Heathen's opening track, Sunday, is haunting, otherworldly and wouldn't sound out of place on Bowie's final album, Blackstar. But that's a long way off yet. It's an interesting choice to start the album with. Understated, sober and majestic, perhaps the perfect track to listen to at dawn or dusk. Towards the end it kicks up as the harmonies rise and then suddenly it fades out, leaving the listener wanting more. While Sunday could easily be seen as a reaction to the attack on Bowie's home city, New York, it was actually written much earlier and one of the first tracks recorded for the album. But as Bowie said, it was quite spine-tingling to realise how close those lyrics came, reflecting, there are some key words in there which really freak me out. Off Bowie's original songs for Heathen, of which there are nine, Slow Burn earned him a Grammy nomination for Best Rock Male Vocal Performance. Described by him as moody and sad with a strong R&B feel, it was also Bowie's favourite track from Heathen and features the Who's Pete Townsend on guitar, 22 years after he played on Because You're Young for the Scary Monsters album. There's also Slip Away, which features another guest appearance, this time from King Crimson's Tony Levin on Fretless Bass. The origins for the track lie with The Uncle Floyd Show, a TV series aired in New York and New Jersey in the 70s and 80s. A low-budget puppet show which John Lennon had introduced Bowie to, he originally wrote his tribute to the show under the title Uncle Floyd. Afraid was another track originally written for Toy. Strangely optimistic in spite of its title, it effectively combines driving guitars and strings. I Would Be Your Slave is a beautiful, minimalist track about love and insecurity that has a powerful sense of vulnerability. 5.15, The Angels Have Gone, perhaps reflects the general feeling of anxiety Bowie had felt in America for some years. Everybody Says Hi is said to be in part inspired by the death of Bowie's father way back in 1969, although apparently Reeve Grabrells thought David wrote it for him. For me, it has a great sense of warmth and humour. It's like the audio equivalent of a big bear hug. And the line, and your big fat dog right at the end, makes me smile every time.
A Better Future, which Bowie described as a simple song, is said to be written for his daughter. It skips along and is an interesting combination of melancholic with a sunny disposition. Its repeated refrain, I demand a better future, is both empowering and hopeful. The album closes with Heathen the Rays, perhaps the bleakest track, and another which could perhaps be seen as a signpost to Black Star, which Bowie would deliver 14 years later under very different circumstances. Written by him alone in the studio, it was an emotional experience for him. Talking about the track, Bowie said, Heathen is about knowing you're dying, it's a dialogue between man and life itself. So what else does Heathen have to offer? There's three covers sprinkled through the album, including a pounding rendition of Pixie's Cactus from 1988's Surfer Rosa. Energetic and angular, it's almost like a handbrake turn after the opening track Sunday. It also features Bowie on all instruments except bass and boasts his only recorded drum performance. Black Francis was clearly impressed. He said it's like having Jesus Christ come out of the clouds and say, you have done well, my son. It doesn't get any bigger than that. A cover of I've Been Waiting For You from Neil Young's 1969 self-titled album also features. Also a fairly muscular interpretation with less of the whimsy of Young's original vocal. The track features Dave Grohl guesting on guitar. The third and final cover on Heathen is a version of I Took a Trip on a Gemini Spaceship by Norman Carl Odam, aka the legendary Stardust Cowboy, whose name helped to inspire the moniker for one of Bowie's most iconic characters, Ziggy Stardust, in 1972. As if to repay the favour, he decided to cover Legendary's 1968 song after learning that the outsider artist had fallen on hard times, knowing the royalties would benefit him. In 2003, Bowie said Heathen was written as a deeply questioning album, with one foot astride that awful event in September, making it quite a traumatic album to finish. There's a lot to reflect on and the result is an album he was rightly proud of. Heathen was a hugely successful album for David Bowie, but before critics and fans had a chance to heap praise on its 2002 release, he was back in the studio working on new material for its successor. Swiftly released the following year in 2003, reality saw 56-year-old David in vibrant and immediate form, as he delivered a relaxed and diverse album, which he and his band could replicate with ease on stage. Produced by Bowie and Tony Visconti, reality was recorded at Philip Glass's Looking Glass Studios on Broadway, close to David's home. A trio of guitarists, Jerry Leonard, Earl Slick and David Torn, were joined by Mark Platy on bass, Sterling Campbell on drums, Mike Garson on piano, with Bowie and Visconti playing multiple instruments again. Reality's first track and first single, New Colour Star, perhaps alludes to the 9-11 attacks with its line, See the Great White Scar, over Battery Park but it has a driving impetus behind it, with Bowie singing, I've got a better way, and with the repeated phrase, I'm ready, I'm ready, for me it holds some optimism. Next he launches into a pacey cover of Jonathan Richmond's 1972 song, Pablo Picasso. First seen on the Modern Lovers album in 1976, Bowie's bold cover is less laid back and more urgent than Richmond's original. Never Get Old became reality's second single and sees Bowie playing with the cliché of the rock star who never grows old. I think about personal history, he sings, and muses about living till the end of time. The haunting track The Loneliest Guy sees a big shift in mood. Mournful, it speaks of all the pages that have turned and all the lessons left unlearned. Almost in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol territory, 
it looks back at what could have been and a fate escaped. Looking for Water lifts the pace again and with its stomping marching beat, it's inspired by a cartoon strip where a lost man in a desert stumbles across an oasis only to find it's an oil field. Some have interpreted it as a nod to Bowie's character from The Man He Fell to Earth. She'll Drive the Big Car explores the married life of a former free spirit and has wonderful harmonies from Gail Ann Dorsey and Catherine Russell, as well as a flash of harmonica. Days, again, looks back in a reflective manner, said to be a nod to the songwriting of Ray Davis of the Kinks, who Bowie much admired. It recognises former shortcomings of the narrator, with the line, All I've done, I've done for me. All you gave, you gave for free. I gave nothing in return, and there's little left of me. It sings. Full Dog Bombs the Moon returns to politics of the time around the US response to the 9-11 attacks, the Iraq War, and how wealth corrupts. Try Some Buy Some is a cover of George Harrison's 1971 song. It dovetails nicely with Days. Bowie said of the recording, We were pretty true to the original arrangement, but the overall atmosphere is somewhat different. The title track, Reality, brings a change of pace. As Bowie looks back on his glory days, perhaps, and seems to laugh at life's twists and turns. I've been right, I've been wrong, he sings. Now I'm back to where I started from. Never looked over reality's shoulder, he reflects. The final track, Bring Me the Disco King, is one he first attempted for Black Tie White Noise, and then again for the Earthling album. He finally nailed it for inclusion on reality by stripping it down completely with Mike Garson on piano. It works perfectly on a jazz tip, and alongside reality's reflection on ageing as well. It stands out, but also blends perfectly with the album's themes. Originally planned as a seven-month tour, Bowie took the album on the road in 2003 and 2004. The A Reality tour actually started in October 2003 and ran until June of the following year. It was a tour that changed Bowie's life forever. Crossing Europe and visiting the UK, Ireland, America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, Japan, Hong Kong, it started in Denmark and crossed four continents, reaching 24 countries in 10 months, including some Bowie hadn't toured to since 1987's Glass Spider Tour. Guitarist Earl Slick said it was the happiest he'd ever seen Bowie in 42 years that he'd spent working with him. This was Bowie's first major tour since 1995's Outside Tour. And with over 110 shows, it was the longest of his career. It wasn't a theatrical show this time. The focus was intentionally on the musicians on stage. Recalling the tour dates, the band remembered seeing the real David, his sense of humour, his seemingly youthful energy and his incredible connection to the audience. The set lift spanned Bowie's 30-plus years in the music business, with the band rehearsing 60 songs in preparation. During the 111th show of the tour in Prague on 23rd June, Bowie became unwell. He managed to finish the performance and insisted on playing the full set in Germany two days later at the Hurricane Festival. He was determined not to let anyone down, but he was taken away in an ambulance at the end of that gig. Bowie had suffered a mild heart attack and took time off afterwards unsure if he'd ever record or tour again. He actually retired from performing live in 2006, making A Reality his final tour. Bowie's recording career, however, endured. <laughs> 